Hunters, and welcome back to the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. I am your host, Matt Acevedo, joined by, as always, by the amazing, the talented, the the super, super musical, Christian Humes. Hi, Matt. <laughs> What's up, man? You know, I I almost, I thought about trying to sing my intro I thought for a you, second. I thought, I thought I broke you for a second. You, you were like, I was like, oh no, like he's he's not moving. <laughs> um... I think that's the first time your intros throw me off because usually I can I can jump in on those. Yeah. But then I suddenly couldn't decide what song I was going to mimic for my intro. I was like, oh, do I do a Hamilton? Do I do like a Moana? And then I'm like, why am I only thinking about Lin-Manuel Miranda? Speaking of Hamilton, I finally saw Hamilton. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But before yes. we get into that. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that later. Uh, you know, we're here with the... The, one of the original founding fathers as well. The amazing, the, the, the amazing writer, the amazing actor, director. He is someone who, who he, he is the GM of Grim Dark Dawn, the Warhammer 40K show at Hyper RPG. And he is the final boss in Sunset Overdrive. It is Brandon Winfrey. I'm in the room where it happens. The room where See, it happens. See, I'll, I'll sing the intro. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, are you actually the final boss in Sunset? I am. <laughs> I love that game. Did you? Okay, so you, did you play the DLC? Yes. You did the second DLC. There's I, two. I don't. Which is that the one that's mostly like multi? That's not the multiplayer focus. No, no, no. no. That's uh, the second DLC is uh, Dawn of the Rise of the Fallen Machines. No. Um, is it, so there's more single player content. From yeah, me? there's two. There's two packages. Go on there and find it out. I'm the final boss of the second. I'm one. so excited right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that game. It's a very fun game. Yeah. I uh yeah. Anyways, I'm yeah, I'm the final boss. It is legitimately me. I'm I'm a evil version of myself. That's amazing. Yeah. And you're already pretty evil, so it's like yeah, it's evil, true. evil. I just really I just channeled that. I accessed that side of me. Ah, yeah. it's, it's such a great game. Yeah. Well thanks for fun. coming on, man. Yeah, really, of course. I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, and we have some really hard decisions to make today, and we knew that like, you know, you it's always nice getting our friends on and getting people who are familiar with these characters on, and I think you're gonna do yeah. such a great job. Well thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm excited. No yeah. pressure. No pressure at all, man. Well, Matt, we have a big match tonight. We let's do. let's jump in. Let's do it. All right. Are you ready for this, dude? No. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> okay, wait. Now I am. All right. See, see, see. All right, guys. First up, our first matchup. This is divi- this is the fight uh, division three. No, division four. Fight round three. Yes. This is the fourth division. Jeez, we're almost done with this division. Second to last match. Penultimate division match of the season. We're going to pull our final characters today of this season. Okay, so this, and currently, these people have not fought at all yet. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Correct. We actually do all the divisions siloed, so we don't get, like, the winners of each division and then do, like, division championships mm-hmm. and come back to it, because that way it's, it's just easier to kind of keep... Flowing yeah. through. Yeah. We do a smash tournament bracket style. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. If we did it the other way, it'd be too high stakes at the end of the season and like you're waiting too long for like, you know, yeah, a big match. Payoff. So Yeah. Um, yeah, you really, really are. Yeah. And but, and when you end the episode tonight, you're gonna help us pick the final characters I'm for excited. this season. You are. I'm excited. Yeah. This is a this is an intense matchup. Yes. Uh and speaking of intense matchups, this person, you know, send her on her way because she is on her way to fight someone pretty big. And I'm talking about the, the the lovable Matilda from the 90s, from the movie Matilda. That was a Rusted Root reference. It was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> that was... that's, because that's how I learned that song uh, was from that movie. But uh, so Matilda. Matilda. Matilda right. Wormwood. Matilda Wormwood. And Matilda's going up against... Anakin Skywalker. Oh, which is it? Is it the, the entirety of his life? 
Anakin. Yeah. yeah. The character of Anakin. So through, okay. you know, him you know, right. being a nobody to being a, a Jedi in training to, yes. you know, turning and turning back. So to what I am hoping we get an appearance of him as a ghost in episode nine. Great. We just need lots of ghosts. I, 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 dude, I, I, would, I, I think it would be like the perfect button on that movie. But we got man, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. This is um, Anakin Skywalker's ghost comes in and just like farts and walks away. <laughs> yeah, that'll be it. That that'll be the end. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is a massive character, Christian. He's a huge. I mean, so one one problem we've had with this show is most of the time it's been good characters and heroes who win the matches. There's been very few villains that have made it far along, and partially because the villains are usually just there to motivate the heroes. A lot of the times, yeah. the villains mixed in don't have a lot of. Uh, really well-rounded like character arcs although the ones that do just haven't come up yet and sure. we, we kept using darth vader as an example we're like listen if darth vader comes up we're not going to just pretend like because he's bad he can't win and now that day has come yeah, he has an arc you know right yeah it's a great arc yes and it's i guess we're gonna start with darth vader because look darth Let's vader, talk about him like he is literally his whole character arc of anakin skywalker is what it means to bring balance to the force like he is the person who like there's too much light side that like he had to go dark. There's too much dark side. He had to go. You know, he's literally he is Florida. He yeah, is he's a little, little too much overcorrecting. Yeah, like he's the one. He he did bring balance, man. He I, brought it. Did he though, or did he just give birth to balance? Well, we'll Explain. see. I mean, like I guess we'll find out because obviously there's no balance in the force yet, right? right? So, yeah. but like, ah, oh, man, that's such a good point. Ah, it's, it's oh, it's like these these new movies as I like them, but it totally skews that whole what I just yeah, said. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, Anakin. Oh. Again, I, as far as uh, iconography goes, it's hard to beat like when you think villain Darth Vader. But uh, I guess so. Let me the parameters of this show. Are we going for who is like? the coolest or like the best i mean those are different categories yeah, so we exactly. can break them down we and we put points them. up on the yeah. board you yeah know? we have a little we have okay. a scoreboard right here where's the children killing column and is that a negative or a positive i think it's i think that's a both because because this is an interesting thing we've we've come across uh -huh. right is um if you look at a comic book story a lot of that stuff they have great ideas but like the writing in it isn't the best yeah and it's like anakin skywalker's turn to the dark side there's a lot of amazing ideas there, although the execution of the movie might have been poor. Yeah, like you mean the execution of the kids, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh man, spoilers I, for. Uh... Which, by the way, this is a non-explicit show. I don't know if like that is considered explicit content. <laughs> oh no, they see it happen. It's yeah. in a PG movie. Oh, that's fair. No, isn't isn't that the PG thirteen? Oh, that one was PG thirteen. Yeah, it's not right. far. It got dark. I feel like yeah, being not, explicit. They don't show it. They just see a lightsaber turned on. You probably trained them, and they're probably little. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> no, but but it's like just because maybe those movies weren't the best. I'm not saying they're bad. There's plenty of people that enjoy them, but um, it doesn't it doesn't make his story worse. Sure, it doesn't right. make yes. his character yes. worse, and even the portrayal of his character doesn't necessarily make it worse because yeah. there are so many other versions of Anakin. Like you can see him turn to the dark side in Rebels and clone wars and stuff like that you get yeah. to see like darth vader briefly in rebels so it's we can pull from that they've done that correctly but yeah like that's that's an important thing because although that's not a good feat that he did it's uh it's powerful because it shows like a really dynamic level to the character because this is someone who saved countless people and now he's slaughtering innocent people yes because he and and it is in his mind he is slaughtering those people because he thinks 
it will kind of lead to people not being slaughtered. Right. So it's yeah, that, it's that it's it's a lawful evil. Yes. Kind of mindset, which I think is so or interesting. Or chaotic good. Correct. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's what I think. I truly think that is actually probably the best way to describe his character in many ways is that he's chaotic good because because he's chaotic, like he doesn't even realize the damage he's doing, even though he's trying to be good because he was he was a child that was raised as an orphan. Well, no, sorry, as a, he was he was a child that was raised as a slave. Didn't know his father was. Turns out there wasn't one. It was just the universe willed him. Oh, it was the emperor into power. They're gonna reveal that in nine. They're probably yeah. yeah. I mean, we see it here. His laugh. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they use Seth Rogen's laugh. And yeah. so, <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you look at his life, though, right, this is a kid that was like born up around chaos, and all yeah. he saw was like a world that had no order to it. And Palpatine offered him like he was like. The problem is people don't know how to control themselves, and that's why they kill each other and fight. He's like, if we rule, then we can just tell everyone what to do, and we'll have to stomp out the bad people. And it's just like, to him, it made sense in many ways yeah. because he he just he he he'd been a, he had a lifetime of chaos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then look at Matilda. Yeah. Speaking of abused children who overcome their uh, their adult figures, right? Matilda is very similar to Anakin in a lot of ways, actually. Right? Yeah. Force powers. It's now someone I kind of forgot. It's Danny DeVito. Is that his her her aunt and uncle? Is that like a Harry Potter situation? That's not her real parents, right? I, I don't I don't remember. I think so. So I'm ba- I'm gonna say it. No, they're her, they're her abusive parents. Her real parents. I have not Ooh. seen this movie. I did read a summary. That's and okay. I do know the general <laughs> ideas yeah. of it. Matilda, she's a, like she was like eight years old. And she's she, dude, she was abused, man. Her yes. parents treated her awful. She went to the school where this the principal was like this really mean, brutal lady that would put people into something called a chokey, which was like a a, a a coffin, like a tomb, like a a mummy, uh, a, a mummy. What's that called? A tomb, right? Yes, a, uh, a sarcophagus. A, a sarcophagus with like needles in it. But she like, did it that to the children. She would throw them in there. Didn't she like, forced yeah. feed a kid cake as well. Wasn't that she forced fed in a, front a, of everybody? Yeah, because he he. What did he do? He ate like a piece of cake. Or something, and then I will make you eat this cake in front of the whole school. And then it's like this cake was made of sweat and blood, boy. And then the kid starts eating the cake, but Matilda's like, "You can do it! You got this!" And the whole school's like, "Yeah!" And he eats the whole cake. He's like, "Yeah!" We're just cheering him on. So okay, so Matilda is kind of a Harry Potter esque story of like, okay, yes. abused kid. Her yes. her parents are terrible, but she has some magic powers. It seems like. But yeah, it's also just a power. good, and she's super smart, right? Yeah, like, super smart. Insane, and they punish her for being smart. But she finds, uh, she confides in this uh, teacher. Yes, this Miss uh, Trilby. Miss Trill, Miss Trilby, right? Okay. Yeah. Who at the spoiler? If you haven't seen it, uh, at the end of the movie, she gets adopted by Miss Trilby. Oh. Yeah. So those were her real parents. That's awful. But they hated her. They yeah. wanted to get rid of her. Was there a reason they hated her? Because she was so perfect. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think actually a lot of people, that's probably, you know, that's part of it. A lot of people project. I mean, uh, you know, uh, it's just such a human thing to do. A lot to of people hate, hate things. Yeah. Well, I, and so a lot of people hate either things that they're not. So yeah. like they see her and they see like, they're like, oh, this isn't, this isn't me. Yeah. And they also hate all their own flaws. So they just project all that hate that they have for themselves onto her, which is why they don't hate like her awful brother. Yeah. Because he's just as terrible as they are. Yeah. You know? Mm. So it's, it's, it is interesting how similar their early upbringing is 
But who knows what would have happened to Matilda later in life? Because the world she was brought into had was not the same kind of world that Anakin Skywalker was raised in. Like he, no one saw his abilities and was like, oh, like we must train this girl to like the U.S. government didn't come along and turn her into a secret weapon. Yeah, yeah. that's for the sequel, I'm sure. Yeah, the, the Broadway musical. Yeah, I mean, it takes place. She, maybe she's the first Jedi. We're talking about the last Jedi. What about the first Jedi? It was Matilda. It was Matilda. (laughs) But I think think this is good, though, because then we can sort of put how they're able to, like, overcome their odds, like, at bay. Like, I think think comparing and contrasting, like, which child had a more abusive and terrible upbringing, like, doesn't really get us anywhere. Sure. But it is is important to know. Which one overcame it better. Yeah. Yeah. Because they they definitely both had... um, Those both had these, these, uh, you know, mentors that came in. Yeah. Who, you know, well, we had Qui-Gon Jinn, who really believed in Anakin, who, like, you, we must, you know, fought for him with the Senate yeah. to, you know, the Jedi Order, the the Council, excuse me, to uh, have him be a coming Jedi, right? And, uh, and then you have Miss Trilby, who saw this this really smart girl who loved reading. Uh, by the way, they didn't like that she read. It was like, I mean, you think I'm smart, dumber than you? Dude, illiteracy is where it's at nowadays. Yeah? Yeah, that's a point against Matilda in my book, <laughs> that I don't know how to read. <laughs> um, okay, here, I guess for my question... Did Matilda ever do anything malicious to then overcome, or was she pretty much straight-laced the entire time? She ended up using her force powers to scare the principal, mm-hmm. but didn't hurt her, right? I think they just tied her up and then like did spooky stuff. Yeah, she does use her abilities to gain leverage over people and to right. kind of get what she wants. But, I mean, arguably you could, you could suggest that both characters have sort of overcome challenges in their story yeah. and so they both have really well-rounded story arcs because to compare like anakin skywalker a character who has to deal with galactic wars to a child it's like of course you can't escalate her character to the same kind of scenario but i'd say like for both of them they're in extreme situations for the worlds that those characters are in yeah, right yeah. like anakin's story is insane but he lives in an insane world matilda lives in the united states in like the 80s or the 90s like there's yeah. And I will say the so the the climactic moment for Anakin is obviously Return of the Jedi. He decides to to turn back to the light, right? And that is that is the ultimate moment, like where he finally turns back. And you know what? Not a lot of boomers would uh, would would swing to the other side. Not a lot of people in that age would necessarily do that. So that's a point for for old Anakin. Because he was set in his ways, and he decided, no, even though I'm comfortable here, let's try something else out. Because I see my kids and how they'll be affected by it. Yeah. His, Luke, you know what? Luke never gave up on his father. Yeah, and actually, that's an interesting point to bring up for both of you, actually, because I sort of was leaning in the way you you're just about to mention is what brings Anakin back is the love for his family. Whereas Matilda, Matilda sort of rejects her family. And, of course, like she spent a lifetime trying to like gain their love and appreciation but i don't know if there's a future where that character ever goes back to them like she no, she would not get closure from that family no she moved on didn't they they legit just sign the document over there like i i assume how yeah. it happened you is, can take her that's you my day i mean there's a roll doll book the what roll doll ronald ronald roll doll r-o-a-l-d rolled doll. rolled doll yeah what's that mean roll doll he's a writer oh he's made a ton of Fictional fantasy series, I like books. Need see that's Matilda. Right? Am I that. wrong? <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, you see. No, yeah, it's British writer Roald Dahl. 
Roll Dahl is done. Okay, so you're going to know a bunch of these. Now you're going to feel silly. Well, um, I got to say. James and the Giant Peach. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, Fantastic okay, Mr. Okay. Fox. Roll the Dahl. BFG. I thought you were saying roll, run, roll Dahl. Roll Tide. Roll t- I thought you were an Alabama fan. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, we do need to figure out these characters yeah, and break them the down. First, yeah. Let's put them in a ring, have well, them go head to head. I'm going to say out, out the bat, dude, I honestly like, like there's, I'm going to give it, like, I think Vader, he's a great leader. Let's be real. Is he a great leader, though? He he's leads an incredible fear. commander. He's a great commander. Exactly. Yeah, yes. I mean, he's got that Machiavellian vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like you rule by fear because that's the way to establish dominance in the safest way. He gives great advice to his coworkers, you know? Don't choke on your aspirations. Well, great piece of advice. But, and so, but that's the thing, right? Because you were like, well, is he a great leader or this or that, right? Everyone just wanted to use Anakin. The Jedi wanted to use Anakin to bring balance to the Force, to stop whatever the darkness was out there. And then the Emperor wanted to use Anakin. But no one appealed to Anakin. Only a couple people did in his life. And the people that did, like when, when Padme died, that was like crushing to him. His mom, Obi-Wan, and... The point in which Obi-Wan could have gotten through to him, everything else had kind of gone. And yes. so it was mm-hmm. too late. Like, he felt like he couldn't come back. Like, it was almost like you were supposed to be there for me and you weren't. You were forcing this, like, Jedi way on me. And, like, maybe the Jedi aren't always right. Yeah. And and that's, like, imagine if Obi-Wan had come and appealed to his, like, hum- humanity as a person, not to him as being, like, a force to be reckoned with. We probably wouldn't have Darth Vader. He probably would have been a Jedi Knight, like master level, but no one did that. And that's why Luke was able to save him because Luke was just like, I won't do it. I won't kill you. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, because I care about you as a person, not you as this powerful monster. That's fascinating, man. And that's how Matilda got saved. Yeah. It was like the teacher saw Matilda for her. Right. It wasn't just like, oh, you are this, because Matilda essentially was this extraordinary person in a world that didn't want anything to be extraordinary. Yeah. yeah. And that's essentially kind of what Anakin was. Right. 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 They're, they're right. shockingly similar yeah, yeah. characters. Yeah. And dude, it's all in the bucket. I love how the bucket works in magical ways. That's, so it really does. If they were to fight each other, it's clear that Anakin Skywalker would win. Oh, just oh, like absolutely. in a, in a physical fight, in a straight up fight. Well, I don't know. Matilda by the end was pretty powerful, right? Like it depends she, on what their force She was like level are. one force. Like she could just okay. do force yeah, push. Yeah, at like okay. peak. You know what I'm saying? Like just force push. Oh, he can like literally choke her out. Yeah, that's yes. true. Okay, yes. Then yeah, and I, lightning. Now I got right. this image lightsabers of, and yeah, he yeah. could jump all over the pl- like. It's just it's it, she doesn't have a chance. You know, she could have gone up against plenty of other people where I think she could win in a fight, but yeah. not against Darth Vader. Yeah, there's probably only that a handful fair. of people in the galaxy that could time. have ever beat him. Give her, Give her some, some time. time. Yeah. Give her some time. Yeah, but um, you know. We have a variety of other things that we should just like. I think I think we've since we've kind of gone over who these characters are the most. I think we can kind of go through this now and knock them out. Let's do it. Let's do it. So let's do it. Which of these characters do you think has a bigger impact on actual like real world? Who do, who do you think has had a bigger impact on society? It's, it's Vader. Darth Vader. Yeah. Right. It's Anakin. Yeah. Yes. And that's not to discredit Matilda right. because she is she is an incredibly strong woman She's as very, a young yeah. child, which gives. There's a lot of little girls out there that didn't have like other characters like her. True. So like we don't want to discredit that, but he is such he's such a pedestal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to it's you're going up against 
one of the, if not biggest franchise in cinematic history. So it's tough. Yes. It's called the Skywalker saga. And yeah. we're going up against, yes. you know, the Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, who would you rather go have a hang with? Because we have a child, we're not going to do get a beer with. I think that's part of the problem we've done with that question before. Yeah. We're like, well, I'm not going to bring an eight-year-old to the to the bar. I mean, I would rather hang out with Matilda. She seems fun. She seems like she has she's imaginative. Darth Vader seems or Anakin seems a little too intense. You know. I I mean I would hang out with Anakin. I just I think we could have a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, I guess it depends on which version of Anakin we're talking about yeah. here, right? <laughs> yeah. Young Anakin, like kid Anakin, sure. Maybe teenage Anakin. But hear me out. He Definitely is... not like 20 to like 50. I will <laughs> say, if, if you hung out with Anakin at any point, I feel like you was just one of those guys that would not stop talking about politics. I'm like, dude, we're trying to watch like a movie. Oh, no way. And I'm like, no way. He'd totally talk about Padme. He'd totally be like, open up about the love of his life. Oh, that's like, true. Because whoever sits and talks to Anakin Skywalker, that was the problem. Oh, is yeah. He doesn't have, like, I feel like you'd connect with Anakin Skywalker because he doesn't, no one, he's like a character that is just like, he's like craving for someone to connect with him. Yeah, I don't, I, I'd probably throw out a lot of jokes and he might take some the wrong way. So I don't know. <laughs> exactly yeah, maybe, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to hang with Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think honestly, I'm thinking, you know, uh, Attack of the Clones, Anakin, like he, he was fine, right? He, he was fine. Yeah, he had the braid. We could braid each other's hair. Also, like now, Phantom, Phantom Menace, Anakin, even. Yeah, Phantom Menace, like yeah. cute little kid who loved every, like that kid was so happy. Yeah, and I was like, Clone Wars, Anakin seemed real rad to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would personally actually rather hang out with him. Although, I mean, Matilda's awesome. She's such a cool little girl. Yeah. Um he would just offer conversations that would be amazing. I uh, think. He gets, yeah. We could really find out about Jar Jar. Do you like him? Dude. You know, did... Jar Jar kind of saved him. He did. Yeah. So. He did. I think Jar Jar is a great idea. It's a great idea. That's how I feel about As a kid, all of I thought he was really funny. Like I think 90% of the prequels is yeah. a great idea. Yeah. That's sort of how I feel about the prequels. There's a lot of amazing ideas yep. there. Yeah. Yep. Except for midichlorians. It's that's still fine. Like we don't need it, but whatever. Yeah, we don't need it. But it's a cool yeah. word. To say. Whatever. Yeah, right. It sounds like a um, chemistry word. I mean, I can't really like Matilda's great. I'm, but I, I honestly think like I mean, it's, like Darth Vader is one of the few instances where I think it's because his story is like done. Yeah, and he, you know, it's not like a comic book character where he just keeps going and going. Like he has yeah. like an incredible arc. You know, he has an incredible story. Um. He's inspired, not inspired, uh, influenced. Like that character has influenced like so much writing and you know, yeah, of uh, 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 families and stuff like that. Like I don't know. I think I think he's like real, real good. I, I guess the question I would ask because typically we get to like I, I don't feel like we did a lot of comparing with these characters, and I think this is just what happens sometimes when it there's such an obviously great character yeah, yeah, on yeah. board which is weird to say because matilda i think is is an excellent character yeah. how let's i mean we should we should move on because we definitely spent a lot of time here but i think we're partially doing that because we really want to give matilda like a shot yeah, yeah. We, we gotta we also gotta like give her like say her piece right um is there a way in which you think matilda actually is a better character overall i think the fact that she's a, a kid personally is like holding her back 
Yes. We don't know what she's going to become. Yeah, we, we've seen a very small slice of her life. But I do think there's a, there's a whimsy and a pureness there that uh, yeah. even smaller Anakin, I mean, he, was, he liked pod racing, but I think Matilda, like, there's, you could see that she was going to do good. So from a perspective of this character who could, has dealt with all this but still wants to do good and won't switch to the dark side, like, I think that is a point in Matilda's favor for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although the interesting thing about that is saying that makes me realize, and this is something that has decided this before. And I think it pushes me there and you tell me what you think about this. Mm -hmm. If we were to get more Matilda, I don't know how you write that story without her having to do extraordinary things that also you'd have to complicate her morality, right? Yes. Unless you instead of complicating her morality you complicate um you more so complicate uh it's not about her not doing good with it it's about how she's trying to uh manage the world around her and i think you can still do that without her being super uh aggressive if that makes sense like using her powers well i'm not saying she would have to be bad but it's just once you become once you're an adult it's like you you then need to sort of escalate her situation. You're yes. not just going to have you're not going to redo basically the same story and have her just like in a corporate situation yeah. with a bad boss. And like you could that sounds, so, sounds pretty cheesy. That's <laughs> but that's my point is like to tell a new story with her character. Yeah. You need to suddenly complicate things because as a child, it's much easier to put characters in a black and white situation. As an adult, you can't do that. And I think doing that with her character also then takes away what made her character great, which is that she was this sort of unfudgeable character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, guess you, you. Yeah. I mean, you could do like a Kimmy Schmidt type thing, I guess. Well, but that's, like, here's the but thing even then, that, is that like, in, as interesting? No. Right. So, right. And yeah. like, I was even thinking about like Dora the Explorer, the movie. Did you see that? It's really good. Yeah. It's actually really good. And, but like, she, so what makes Dora interesting, she, what's funny is that she stays the same. Right. She's like, I'm Dora. You know, she's literally that in like right. modern, like older in high school. But the world around her like doesn't quite accept that. But the fact that she's like an explorer on top of it, yes, and like has all these amazing feats of adventure, like that takes her to another level that yeah. you couldn't get with Matilda. You know right. What, I mean? what you could do with Matilda is she's doing terrible things, but she doesn't know she's doing terrible. But then things. you're just doing Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> well, Anakin was like, yeah, there was a moment where right? he was like, "This is bad, but I'm doing it because I'm trying to be good." But yeah, I, I see what you're saying though. It is it is tough when we don't have the context of her entire life. When with Anakin, we have pretty much his entire life. But it, I don't analyze. even think it's I don't even think it's that we don't know what would be next. It's that like what made her great was that she didn't ever do anything bad. Like she was like, I see how bad my parents are. I see yeah. how bad I'm treated at school. Like I am gonna be a good person. And it's so much easier at that scale and at that age to say there's good people and bad people. But when you get older, it's like her character is so smart yeah. and so aware and curious. And when you get older, you learn. And it's, it's like if you ever saw Inside Out, like suddenly emotions aren't quite the same. There's like right. good things that are also sad. And sometimes you have to be mean to be con like and her character just doesn't work as an adult without making her morally complicated. Yeah. And yeah. then once she's morally complex, she's not the this like, what we'd like role about. model. Yeah. Yes. And then she's not Matilda. She's just Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Basically. I go by Tilda now. And it's like, if we're saying that that's an interesting character, then like it has to go to Anakin yeah. Skywalker because yeah. he yeah. is that character. Wow. That's a pretty cool discussion, though. That's a great content. I think we're in an agreement, right? Yeah, I do. I mean, 
I, I think I'm in the Anakin camp as going through because I, I, I'd be interested also to see him face up against someone else who's yeah. not so similar to him. If yeah, that makes right. Sense. Like, I can't believe we're saying how they're similar. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? It's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Uh, well, I guess we're calling this one. So I guess it's to the chokey with you, Matilda. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker is a force to be reckoned with. He's going on oh, hey, hey. to fight on the finals. Moving on. Next round. Who do we got? Dude, Who's that was a, I did not think we'd... That was fascinating. Next up, guys, we have... Huh, you know him. <laughs> you probably thought this was someone else, but it's definitely not this other person. Uh, this person is the one who is the B.A. mother... You know what I mean? Yeah. He is the best Pokemon trainer, in my opinion. It is oh. Red uh -oh. from the Pokemon franchise. Oh, all right. Full, yeah. full disclosure, Ash Ketchum, Red, not the same character. Correct. Ash Ketchum, based on Red in many ways. Yes, yes. Red is the character, and I know they've expanded it. Red is the character you play in Pokemon Red and Blue. Yes. Yes, and the character of the Pokemon Adventures manga. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Which is like more directly based on the game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. By the way, some of that manga stuff is like pretty intense. When it you is. learn about yes. the, the dads, like yeah. all the dads in Pokemon, essentially, they're gone because if you go off into the world and you don't become a famous Pokemon trainer, you're so shamed to not go home that you just wander around. Oh, but and, that stuff, <laughs> I think that a lot of that stuff is like fan stuff. I don't think a lot of that stuff that is was confirmed. True. That was that was in the actual like original inception of the the Pokemon manga when it was created. Uh, I did a video about this, it, it, like a, it like a few years ago. Is it still canon though? Because awesome. when that's, I read I the adventures recently, that's canon. not there. It should be. It, I let me. I'll I'll look it up through the course of this. But there, I. Because what I do know is that the reason that so many of the businesses are run like by women is because like basically when you turn 10 in this world, yeah. you can continue on education, higher education, or you can, you can become a trainer. And a lot more boys are like their boys are brought up same in our side to be less risk averse. Right. And so like, I'm going to go be a great Pokemon master. Right. Girls are like, no, I'm going to get a job. <laughs> so that's why it's like officer Jenny and yeah. joy. Like, because like, the women are actually going and like educating themselves. The men are like, I'll be an adventurer. So there's definitely, I know that's still definitely part of the but canon. They're just but just like walking around though. Imagine that. Dude, can you imagine that? <laughs> and it's also, can I think based on like that? in Japan, like the idea of the salary man, where it's like a lot of like the dads and husbands, like some of them go into the city to work and they yeah. don't come home to like the weekend. It's like, they're just like not homes. So they're like working. That's crazy. That's crazy. Who's red going up against? Ah, oh, man. So red is going up against Eames. This was a character bucket submission from Adam Havoc, which uh, is this season. This was a this season yeah. uh, character. We've had, we've had a lot of bucket submissions. Yeah. Come uh, up and this, this, is, this is Tom Hardy in Inception, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Exactly. Great. You got to dream a little bit bigger, darling. You know, <laughs> that's his like big line. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. It's a, okay. That's like this is first... an interesting matchup. Yeah. Because Eames, for me, he was like the takeaway from that movie. Him and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, we're like so good in that movie. I thought. Yeah. Um, Whereas I weirdly loved. Um, oh my goodness! What was the girl? Uh, Maud or uh, no? Uh, the train girl. 
or the uh 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 do you know oh my yes. god yeah uh, i can't think of it yes Ellen i loved it, it. i can't believe i could like I blanked on her, her name in that. she was great in that movie yeah she's yeah. really good she was that. my favorite character she was like the architect yeah, she would she build awesome. the world and i thought that was like the coolest idea like her whole her whole point of being yeah. is to keep the worlds they're in like current like her consciousness is just there to like it's like she's the ram and a computer like everything loads through her and yeah. then they can all play in that game like she you know i She's, thought that was such a yeah. brilliant idea the, and and they all technically like think okay what is what was his exact job in inception Eames? yeah like what was, was his as, as far as the the yeah the caper he like, was he was uh so his role is called the forger Oh, so, so they have okay. like all these different job titles. Yeah, I think yeah. like actually Ellen Page's character might have been called. She was either the architect or the engineer. I can't. Yeah. I'd have to. I'd have to look it up. And she but was the new one, right? Like she she was introduced in the movie. Um, yeah. yeah, she was the one that's. So Eames is is a clever character. What's so cool about him is where so many of these characters are given sort of like she has to build the world and someone else has to be the one to like go and like infiltrate the thing. Eames is there to make the target believe. The world they're in is real. So he's he's the con artist. He's the one that oh, comes to right. the yeah. target yeah. and he says, like, hey, no, like, you know, this 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 mansion you run, by the way, is uh we're having some building repairs done. So if you see some guys coming through, and like his whole job is to keep that yeah. target from not he's realizing the yeah, the magic trick. I love that. He's like, Don't look behind you know, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Let's yeah. do it. Wait, so yeah, so so basically, we have a con artist. We have someone that's there to keep up the illusion. Yeah. Going up against, how would you describe, Red, an adventurer, right? Yeah. This man, boy, is ten years old. Well, so that's the thing, though. This is the great thing about Red is he ages. Yeah. Because in the manga and the games and everything, he gets older, and which is that was like one of the biggest things to hold Ash back is he is stuck yeah. at that age. Because when you play Gold and Silver. You get to go up against Champion Red. Yeah, he, just, you he doesn't, him. dude. He that's how crazy this guy is. He's just waiting at the top of this mountain and just waiting for someone better than him to come up, and he doesn't say a word. He, you you hit it. You you talk to him, and three dots show up, and then you go. It's it's a really good fight song too. It's the the one uh, that they made for. It's like dun dun dun. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, dun, dun, that's dun, right. Oh, that's man. A, yeah. I mean, when you talk about Red, it's hard. It's impossible to not mention if we're taking the canon of the first game, Red and Blue. Yeah. This this 10-year-old defeats the entire Elite Four. Not only that, but is traversing the world, uh, going through slippery slopes yeah. of like very dangerous situations uh, and manages to go through darkened caves. Uh, he raises animals. Like that is incredible. And obviously jumping into people's dreams and convincing them that what they are seeing is totally real also difficult but yeah because they have, he has to avoid things like like mirrors right it's yeah, like oh yeah. like, don't look in that mirror yeah <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, let me fix that for you <laughs> <laughs> what was that don't worry about it uh, uh yeah so okay what was that the introduction like do we yeah want to do yeah it's like okay we have a character it, who goes on real adventures and someone who goes on adventures of the mind and again we have to remember the things that happen although they're in a fake reality yeah it can end your real life yes true yes because if you die in the dream you die in real life yes yeah yeah because they're not just in a normal dream state you have sort of like allowed your consciousness yeah. to yeah. go on so 
You, and you can become trapped. You can be lost. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, if we're comparisons right off the bat, there's an entire team of inceptites, right? Um, there is a whole team prepared for this for this reason. And um, Red is crushing it alone. Also, with things that he is training. You know what I mean? Well, okay, so that's that's interesting though, because yeah. he has to go up against the Team Rocket. And yes. Like his 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 main journey is the games of Red and Blue and Green, which in yes. the in the in the manga, which is like really like where we get most of his story, gotcha. not like from the game, because in the game, are you playing Red or are you playing Blue? Like which game did you pick? like? It's oh. Yeah, I think it's still it's still technically red though. It right? is, it's but like, it's still red in both. Yeah. Yes. But um, so like green is a character, gold is a character. But for him to take down Team Rocket, like that's not a solo job. He ends up like working with other people. Like he works with like they they yeah. end up collaborating and not necessarily on purpose. They are like rivals who keep crossing paths at times. Um, but there are, there are times where they have to team up. Like that is not something he's able to do on his own. Although. Becoming the Pokemon Master is what he, does, he goes he through Leaf for alone, you know. Yes. Yeah, man. Uh, I will. Okay, so from the manga, what is the information that you've read that kind of surprises you the most from the manga? Well, or, or feeds into his character the most. So the manga is much more made for like adults. Interesting. So the story, um, it's it's much more violent than huh. the anime is in many ways. Um, Team Rocket is much scarier. Like, he ends up in a fight on Cinnabar Island with the gym leader there, and he's actually, like, working for Team Rocket, and they're, like, inside a volcano. Whoa, and Yeah. Whoa. And it, so, like, it is, like, a life-or-death scenario. Yeah. yeah. Um, he has an Eevee that can change form because it was tested on, like, experimented on, and so it can switch between Vaporeon, Jolteon, Flareon, like, at will, whichever power he needs it to do. But, like, also you know about, like, oh, this thing was, like, abused and tested on. So he deals with all these, like, way more adult concepts of the Pokemon world that you don't get in the game or the anime. Yeah. Do do any of the morality of him essentially owning these, like, and I guess we don't say, it, but like owning these uh, these Pokemon slaves, does any of that ever come up in the manga? Well, so, okay, so I'm going to challenge that opinion right there. Yeah. Um, just because this is something that like, uh, if if you think about Pokemon the same way you think about a dog, yes. then it's very problematic. But you ha- we have to remember that many, if not most Pokemon, are extremely more sentient yes than yes. the animals that not to say that dogs cannot think or feel right but it's a different level can, but you can't communicate with a dog yes. the same way you can with a pokemon yes. you can speak english to them and they can talk back to you just not necessarily in english yeah so it's like they are able to make decisions for themselves yeah and i guess we have seen in the show um pokemon have left if they want to yes. leave. yeah yeah yes so. and so I think yes, there are bad people who use Pokemon and probably ha- and have abused them and done things like that. Yes. Um, but it's it's almost more like the same way that people have indoctrinated people like as like a terrorist would. Yeah. Like you, you really sort of need to give Pokemon a similar agency to humans. It's slightly less because they can be captured and commanded. Yes. But in many ways, they have so much more agency. So it's right. it, it's not it's not totally not enslavement but it's also like not yes. a f- 
totally fair comparison. Do you play as red in yellow? No, you play against. Oh, in yellow. No, you, you play. Do. Yeah, I guess you are playing as red. And then you can have yeah. one of them follow you around outside of the ball. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. You're yeah. gonna get you right there. <laughs> Uh, now, okay, to tie it to a comparison thing, the morality of, I know most of the, the morality of going inside someone's dreams, and I'm trying to remember, was all of their oh, clients, this is interesting. Uh, some of their clients were like, they paid them to do it, right? Yes. But some of them weren't? No, because right? a lot of the times you get a con artist because they are stealing yeah. things, and what are you stealing? Yeah. Information. Yeah, what were they trying to steal again? The code for like... It was I don't like remember. A, it it, so well, long. he's trying to make his dad. It, it was. He it was, al- He had ulterior motive. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, he he did because he was trying to just get as deep as he could to like get to this place where he lost his wow. wife. Uh, but I think the the original idea was they wanted to. It, was it coats or was it just the even the idea of putting, Who's turning over a company? Yes, yes. And so typically, like when they're trying to do it's so like in, in Inception, there it's a lot of it is corporate espionage. Right. And so a lot of times you are stealing information to like maybe get bank account information or yeah. to find out like, hey, this company is working on something. Let's find out what it is. But in this one, and this is why it's called Inception, it was like, oh, we're going to try and do the hardest thing. Instead of stealing information from him, we're going right. to try and get him to make a decision that he wouldn't idea. make. Yes. Without our meddling. Like we're going to yeah. make him think he's making a choice. We're going to incept him. That's what, And that's sort of what's so interesting about it because what they're doing is – morally dubious like it's it's incredibly selfish they are it it is uh it it's not actually a good thing there's nothing like good about what they're doing yeah yeah. other than maybe the reasons why some of them are doing it yeah like some of them are doing it because he wants to get back to his family he wants to return to his kids he wants to find his like there are there are good reasons sometimes people do bad things and that's sort of why he's an interesting character but i think he is He's sort of like one of the most morally dubious ones, right? Because he's the con artist. Yeah, he's yeah. legitimately convincing people that they are um, within this reality. Which I will say, which it's really cool, like a point in his favor of just to have a character that when, because doing that normally is hard, but then you're talking about the duplications of yourself, right? As you're going deeper and deeper, uh, you are then having to perform at this level uh, is kind of crazy because yeah. I... It's because it, you're almost like shadows of yourself the deeper you go, and the fact that he can still like pull this off um, oh. is wild. Oh, that movie's so good. <laughs> it is. And what was his world like? Because he was asleep the at snow? some point, right? Was it the snow world? Yeah, I think I think maybe it was. Um, yeah, it's interesting. And and uh, if we want to talk about his arc in the movie, it's he kind of it, it wasn't just like do the job necessarily right right because right. he he kind of because he was the well i guess i guess jordan oh how many ever five names he has jordan levitt he was kind jordan of like levitt. he was kind of like the right hand man of Robert, not robert yeah. de niro leonardo DiCaprio. well and tom hardy's character is weird because a lot of these characters were all like is like very Ocean's Eleven-y, right? Yeah and yeah. he wasn't necessarily the leader of the group but he came off sort of like a danny ocean like he was like the cool guy. Yes. He yeah. was very suave, like a James Bond kind he of was. a like. Oh, I'll I'll just walk in here and I'll just tell everyone what's up, and they're just gonna do what I want. Like yeah. I'm gonna run the show. Um, so actually, it is. It's very much like a Ocean's Eleven kind of heist. It really is, though. It's in Dreamworld. 
I, and I think it's because it, what's interesting about it is normally for your Brad Pitts or whatever in Oceans or George Clooney, like the the leader is charming, and I think uh, Tom Hardy soaked up that charm and uh, assertiveness, yeah, and projected it. Even though he wasn't the leader, he kind of took on just that personality role, yeah. which I which I think is interesting to put in that role itself. Yeah, and he um he does have like a cockiness to him, which I think that's sort of the interesting thing here because he's very good at what he does, but he likes to like sort of show off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Red is sort of like becomes the champion of Pokemon. Right. Right? And He's a very humble character. Yeah, he never even speaks. He doesn't speak. He just waits. Yeah, I mean, I guess he Not probably in the speaks. Anyway, in the, but yeah, <laughs> but it's it's a it's a curious thing because you have these two characters that are at the top of their field, and one of them is like very playful with it, and he likes to show off, and he's very he's very confident in his abilities, but he actually like really enjoys it too. He's not like I think he he I I don't get the sense of entitlement that you might sometimes with like a cocky character i think he knows that like he worked hard to be able to do this and that he is the best not yes. that like yeah. just oh i'm the best he's like right. no there's a reason i'm the best. like i've yeah. done the work and red is similar except red's just kind of like i want to make sure i'm the best though so he waits for the next challenger to like he's inviting challenge yeah. right he's not right. just he's not trying he's not like oh no i'm not available sorry we'll just have to We'll have to fight again some other time. He's, he's always there. He's always up for the fight. Yeah. Yeah. He's always waiting for you. So what, oh. what do we think is is um, the most, like, I don't know. Like, it's interesting because when Red first came out of this bucket, I thought, okay, here we go. Because Ash Ketchum made it to the championship match last time. Oh, wow. And um, I thought, okay, here we go. He's going to, he's absolutely going to do well. But now I'm starting to think, like, Red actually doesn't, I mean, in the Pokemon Adventures and everything, it's great. And like he has a really awesome story, right. but he's actually missing a lot of the heart of what Ash. Yes, yes. And although I, I, I like totally he has that, those man. stories, but they are, um, I don't think they're better than necessarily Ash's. They're different. They're more adult. But then it's like he's more of like a, I guess like a he's more of like a Goku where he just like he's cool because he just never loses. And yeah, he, and, yeah. And he does want to fight. He he invites it. Yeah, he, he is a Goku. Yeah, and and I will say this is maybe a little ethereal, but. When we're talking about characters, it, it's really hard for because I didn't read the manga or, or anything no, yeah. like that. So when I think about Red, I think about me. Yes, right. This is why video game characters lose in our yes. competition very yeah, often. Yeah. So it, and it's it's hard, especially because I know them as this voiceless thing. But like that journey was mine, not Red's. His name is Red because they just named him Red. Like that even tells you kind of everything when they were even creating him from the inception. <laughs> hey. uh, what they kind of thought about him. Um, and he's grown since then, I think, because, you know, he has this kind of cult. But it, it's hard for me to not think about the six, eight-year-old Brandon doing these things um, and, and instead thinking about Red. I think, uh, I think, so here's the interesting thing about that. Because cause if you if you ask the right questions, like I I read the whole like read, I've read the first I read all of Red and Blue and, and Gold and Silver. Yeah. So I saw like the majority of things. I know he appears again later, but that's like really his right. main story because Kanto's yeah. involved in also Gold and Silver. Yeah. But um he has he has a lot of really heartfelt touching moments where like he he wants people to interact with Pokemon 
in a healthy way and he wants people to have a good relationship with Pokemon. Yes. He wants people to understand that like your job as a trainer is to bring the you, like the strength out of your Pokemon, not to force Pokemon to get stronger. Yeah, yeah. Not to like just find the strongest Pokemon, but to like to like build the strongest Pokemon. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, together. Like that's great. But I think for the medium that Red is in, like it, it's uh there's so many it's, expectations. Right. And it, and um, he's just not Ash Ketchum. Like he actually doesn't have sort of the Golden Boy Heart of Gold thing going yeah, necessarily, yeah. which is like great and I think morally like more interesting at times. But it um, it kind of doesn't make him like I feel like blue in the in the manga is like just as special more, as red. I think even probably more so because like he speaks and you you know I don't know I feel like yeah without reading the manga you kind of know him more as a character. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I just I like I think I think Eames might be in some ways. I think he's a, he might be a stronger character, man. I was. What is Eames? Does anybody just right off the top of your head? Does anybody remember like like a good moment with Eames? Yeah, that's a good point. That I, good I think point. maybe I'm being slightly unfair to Red because we had Ash. Like I'm trying to like argue against him because I don't want yeah. people to just be like, oh, of course he's gonna win. Right. But like, because Eames also suffered from that. Like I just remember him as a cool guy. Who like was able to you know dream big? Yeah, yeah. I I totally had to look it up. I also rewatched Inception before this, so yeah. that like I was a little bit more fresh in the mind. But um, when you I see when Eames came out, I had to think about which character it was at first. So I was like, that's not that's not Leonardo DiCaprio's character, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember that being his name. Yeah, um, so I think that's that that is an interesting point. But um, yeah, because Red's more culturally. We sh- yeah, we, we want to just go through the list. Yeah, let's just go through it because yeah, when we yeah. get stuck like this, we have we have a list. To help us. The list, really get the through. list will help. Yeah. yeah I get it. All that. right. Cultural impact on the world. Red. It's got to be red. It's got to be red. Yeah. Yeah. And I think more people know now that red is not like Ash. Yeah. Especially because of like Smash Bros. Yeah. yeah. Um, fictional impact in their world. Also, that's also, I mean, red because, because like Eames, Eames has a huge impact in his story. Yeah. But no one knows that he did. Yeah. But stuff. well, which I guess shouldn't matter. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Well, it is weird because if you think about fictional impacts, he he helps create worlds. Like, yeah. So, which I guess the architect does. But like, he is but they're, they're altering are. people's reality by convincing them that that is real. But but still, it's hard to go up against. Oh, the person who becomes the Pokemon master. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who stops a a crime syndicate? Yeah. Which also like, there's really interesting things that happen with him in Pokemon Adventures where. Like, you know, he starts out with that Pikachu. He doesn't actually stay with that Pikachu forever. Like, that Pikachu, like, he... The fat Pikachu. Oh, is it? The it, it ends up <laughs> being passed on to another trainer because it's like he knew that that was sort of what needed to happen at that time. Interesting. Um, oh, and, and which is where, like, sort of, like, you see some of the parallels with Ash where, like, Ash is like, oh, you know what? This Like, this Pokemon doesn't need to be with me. Like, it's more yeah. important for this Pokemon's journey to be, like, you know, with the other Butterfree. Yeah. Or, and so, yeah. like... Red has those, like, actually, you know, I think I was being really hard on him because I don't want uh, implicit, like, bias here because I do love Pokemon. I'm trying to find a, I'm honestly trying to think of, like, all the things about Eames I like, and I honestly just liked it because he was really cool. Yeah, he's, he's, a, really- he's <laughs> a, yeah, cool- I mean, I, at the end of the day, Eames is, he's a character in a caper in a cool movie. Yeah. So that, and that, it, it's tough to, like, not, not like, or not, not like that character, but it's, uh, there's just, yeah, it's, it's a tough call. It's also like I don't really necessarily know who he is. 
Yes. And I do know I do know who Red is. He's someone who will that's, fight. That's, that's, I think that's very true. For yeah. like, he will fight for the right thing, even yeah. if it's not for himself. Yeah. Whereas Eames is like very much like, oh, I want to just show off my skills, like because I'm really good at this, and I like being really good at this and being the best at this. But it is, he is a uh, he's not quite as selfless. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's very cool. He wins cool factor. Sure. He, he wins beer cool. buddy factor. Yeah. But. Red is just like he's just so he's, he's, like, a, re- he's yeah. a great character. He's a champ. Because I wasn't thinking about the actions that I because you even said, Brandon, like, you know, it's it's your journey. I'm like, yeah, it is my journey. But the things that he did and the things that he like his influence in his world and our world is like way bigger than Eames. Right. You know? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You feel good? Yeah. I mean, I would definitely have a beer with uh Eames. Yeah, Same that's the, he gets the beer buddy factor. Yeah. For sure. Because I just want to know. I just want to talk to him. Well, and I don't know. Pokemon champion. That would be pretty bad. He could probably win a fight yeah. if Red fell asleep, but otherwise he's going down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Unless uh, we were just saying it was no Pokemon allowed, but I think we sure. have to include Right. Yeah, right, right. Well, guys, Eames, time to wake up. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you were going to be like, time for Betty Bye. Time for Betty Bye. Did you say that in the movie? I mean, here know, comes just, the kick. Yeah, just, here comes the kick. Here yeah. comes it. All right, yeah, so we are in our final round. This should red. be really quick. Oh, oh, Vader. so we do so red too. versus Vader. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know we then. Look, I think this is gonna be fast. I think so yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of we we saw our problems with red. Yeah. In that last fight, and we had we saw how how strong Vader is as a yeah, character. Yeah. Uh. Let's just get into it. Yeah, let's. Well, let's because get into it. I mean, the, I the advantage of the quick. final round is we've now discussed who they are. Yes. So, yes. Let's, so we go straight into the cultural impact. Cultural stuff. impact, it has yeah. to go to Vader. Oh, yeah. Pokemon's the biggest franchise in the world, but it doesn't matter. Most people know who Ash Ketchum is. Yeah, yeah, I guess they don't know Red. So, you know, I, yeah, I'd Vader. be willing to bet less than 10% of people that play Pokemon yeah. could tell you that Red I would is ag- not. I would agree. Ash. I would agree. So, yeah. Uh, Vader. Vader it is. Fictional impact, it has to be Darth Vader. Cause he, he, he ended the yeah. empire. I mean, like, I guess. He start, helped start it, and then. But then they ramped it up in, like, 10 years. So like, it's, it's like, it ruins everything. <laughs> I like those movies, but they can talk in this, yeah. for this discussion. Nah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, we can get into that later. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just like, everyone's like, oh, like, how is how are they back already? It's like, well, they blew up the Death Star. They, they, they ran a galaxy. Think about how many ships and people there had to be. Like just because you blew up, just because you yeah. blew up that part of the I empire. Just, imagine how cool those movies would have been if it was like guerrilla warfare from the bad side, and that the 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 rebellion was like super structured and together, and yeah. it's just reversed. Like, anyways, wow, it'd be like that's cool. It'd yeah. be like if if like the U.S. military were all over the world, and you blew up the ship that had like yeah the president on it. It's like, well, we don't give up. Uh, yeah. like someone else. We can, it's like. It'll be chaotic for a while, but someone's going to take charge. <laughs> it's, uh, you know. But uh, so fictional impact, again, it's going to go to Anakin. Vader. Especially oh, because Anakin, yeah. it's like he literally gave birth to the people. And like, it's just the story yeah. is about hit. It's his story. And it's his, it's his, even if when it's not him, it's his legacy. Yeah. 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 What is a legacy? It's planting seeds in the garden. You never get right, to Right, which see. he hasn't seen that, that garden. And unless he comes back as a force ghost, he's never going to. Yeah. That's so character arcs and challenges. Yeah, that's right. So character arcs and challenges. I'm again going to give it to Vader, and the reason I'm going to say that is Red Red has incredible challenges he overcomes, but they're all externalized. Yes, instead yeah. of the 
he, he, you don't ever see him like struggle with his morality and stuff. And Anakin's yeah. constantly struggling. He constantly feels the pressure of these, yeah. of his peers. And uh, it's all that sand. It's all that sand. <laughs> I know. Uh, Jedi. And I think he knows like he can never undo. Like when he's saving Luke and fighting, like killing the emperor. I don't think he thinks like, oh, I'm a good guy now. He's just like, just because I'm doing the right thing doesn't make me a good guy. Yeah. Which is why I like when Luke's like, no, I can get you out of here. You can save you. He's like, don't like, it doesn't matter. Like you, you've done all you can do for me. Like I can't actually. Which is so, what a, I think it's so cool. I mean, what a, I, th- I love that scene. I think it's such a powerful yeah. scene. I mean, he's a bad guy. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a, he's an evil person that did evil things. He could have been someone that was a good person, but he, he, he made all the wrong decisions for too long, but it, it's like to overcome that even briefly yeah. is it, it's like, that's an insurmountable task internally. So yeah. like his internal challenge, it's got to go to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I would get a beer though with red over oh, Darth Vader for Anakin. Red would be so funny. He'd be have, have his Pokemon out, you know, he'd, he'd tell you all of his cool stories, show you his badges in real life, dude. I guess seeing the Pokemon would be pretty rad. I still, I still think I'd want to go one on one with old Annie, though. I just, I'd want to, I'd want to try it out. Yeah, I gotta just, you, just, just out of like the, just out of just like morbid curiosity. Yes, yes. I don't think it would be a fun time, but I think it would be a story. You know, though, I appreciate that because we've never had that as an answer for this question, and I think that like goes to show just like how interesting you're like. You're like this could be so bad for yeah. me, yeah. But like he's such a fascinating character. Yeah, I think it would just be like I can I can suffer through a lot for for a conversation. Um, and I, I think I would I would still do Vader, but I understand yeah. Red totally. I understand Red, but yeah. I mean, Vader's a great character, man. He is. He might be the ultimate. He might be the ultimate character. fictional character. I look. Um, I'm looking at this list and I'm just trying to see if there's anything that I think red could win in. Cause that's just the easiest way to do this. Cause if we can get some points on the board, then we can keep going. But like character growth, I don't think that goes to red likability. No. I don't think that goes to red because the people love Darth Vader and he's an evil person. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's like, okay. No, not even like Dude. laugh factor. Maybe like red, like is uh, red kind like don't choke on your aspirations. Uh, no, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he was choking a guy. I mean, in all the memes, like, if we want to take an external view yeah. of it, like Dude, one of the for one of, Vader, it's Vader it, dropped one of the biggest movie bombs in, ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am yeah. your father. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Also, like, oh. well, that's not funny. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't saying funny. I was just saying, you just, oh. like that's like that's yeah. one of the biggest twists ever, uh, ever. I, I will say, like when. You're finding out like they dissolve the Senate of the Republic, like that first boardroom meeting in A New Hope, and the guy's like making fun of the Force, and Darth Vader just starts choking it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's so good. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty funny. I mean, all in all, yeah. yeah. Um, and again, yeah. he is. I will say, Clone Wars, Clone Wars, Anakin is like snarky and funny. He's like he has yeah, he lines. Is. So yeah, he is, dude. I don't think that there's not there's not much here that's gonna go to yeah. red. He's not even more shippable. Like Darth, he's not. Darth Vader is such a shippable. Yeah. He's a shippable guy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'm ready to. I'm ready to call it. I'm yeah. Calling it, dude. Yeah. Let's do I'm it. Calling it. Well, you got this one. I had a brain fart. Uh, red was trying to be the the very best, but he wasn't. Because so. <gasps> no one else ever was. Yeah, it's a critical hit. 
Yeah! <laughs> it was not super effective. Yeah. Guys, Darth Vader is moving on to the finals to fight their next contestant, or our next uh, contender. Guys, uh, wow. I am just like, Darth Vader is just such a great character. It'll be interesting to see who goes wins next, for sure. I'm curious. Uh, we, I mean, And if he wins his next fight, he might have to go up against Peter Parker or SpongeBob. Ooh. No, no. So Peter Parker is our Division Three champ. Oh, sorry. So right now, Division Four, we have um, Zelda. Oh, it's Zelda or SpongeBob. And SpongeBob. Ooh, that's, that's right. tough. Yeah, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So that's the first match of Division Four champs is Zelda v SpongeBob, and the second match will be Darth Dar Vader v whoever comes up next. Which okay. now you. Oh, I get to add someone. You get to add someone. Incredible. And we also get to pull a name to see who we're gonna fight. So, so okay. who are you gonna add? All right, I'm adding. I've thought about a lot this a lot. Uh, the Mucinex man from the Mucinex commercials. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that grumpy old yeah, man. Yeah, look up the commercials if you haven't seen them. Hey, uh, it's crowded in here, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think he. I think he gives you guys a lot of ammo. A rich history, great character arc. Yeah, like you guys, you guys got it. I love that man. I well, feel like he's you. up there with the Noid. The Noid did he's pretty like, well kind of, too. Yeah, yeah, the Noid did pretty well. <laughs> well, sweet man. Well, uh, we'll add that to the bucket. But now we get to choose. This is our final time picking for this oh, division. So that's you, awesome. Why don't you go ahead and pick two oh, names? Two yeah, names. So pull two out. And they're kind of hard to unfold. Okay. Well, let's see what unfolds here. All right. All right. So here we go. Christian, who do you got? Or actually, you unfold yours. And All then, right. Yeah. All right. So I have. Thanos. Oh! Are you kidding me? Uh, oh my god. <laughs> we're we're like this season we've had so many comic characters come yeah. up. God. Wow. wow. Wait, if he, that. if he wins division four, it'll be Thanos versus Spider-Man in the quarterfinals. Oh which we've seen how that went once before. Um right, who's Thanos going up against Christian? Uh he is going up against the creator of the Daleks. Davros? Oh. Davros. Well, dude, so it's a bad, we got a baddie matchup. Oh my next god, week. if Davros wins all of it, he'll go up against Doctor Who. That's he'll pretty crazy. Doctor. Yeah. Uh, all right. Who do we have next? And then who's the next one? Oh, uh, man. Some people know him as John. Some people know him as Spartan 117. But most people know him as Master Chief. Oh my gosh. We're really, we're really bringing out the, the hits for this final round. I know, dude. All right, so up against, I haven't even looked at this yet. Up against Master Chief, we have. Are you kidding me? Buffy. Are you kidding me? What? That's going to uh, take for this. Wow. Be Buffy episode. wins. We're going to have to take Omar off that final round. Oh, my God. Omar, that's, that's insane. Wow. That's insane. That's Buffy a versus Master Chief. God, next week's going to be a long one. <laughs> I feel like uh, this second season is, uh, I'll say this, whoever ends up going against the doctor, it's like they went through a gauntlet together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Wow. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on. Man. Thanks for having yeah. me anytime. And that was so much fun. Guys, make sure to check out Brandon every Thursday on Grim Dark Dawn or Warhammer yeah. 40k show at twitch.tv slash hyperrpg. Again, that metagame, you can influence the game by joining that metagame, mm -hmm. uh, join a faction in Harvest Resources uh, to help your army. And also, you can find Brandon at B Winfrey on Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Find, me, uh, find me at the Vado. I'm at Christian underscore humans. And until next time, guys, thank you so much. See you soon. Stay on the hunt.